Well, looks like there's a slight change of plan. Hey! We're recording the podcast! Shut up! Good morning to you wherever you are because it is Marty Zimmer for February 8th, 2024. My name is Bernie Burns with me sitting right over there. Don't you dare track her private jet usage or she will sue the crap out of you. Miss Ashley Burns, how you doing? Hey, you should see my carbon footprint. What's up? <laughs> you make it sound so sexy. You make it sound so unsexy. How'd you make an unsexy thing sound even more or less sexy? I, I want to start off talking about trigger warnings today, okay? I know a lot of people, oh, when they hear okay. the word trigger warnings, they get upset and they get triggered by the word triggered or trigger warnings. I actually believe in trigger warnings because I think we've got them on tons of stuff. I think we've got them on movies, you know, TV series, things like that. Um, you mean like when you're watching Game of Thrones and you look at the the, like, it's like, you know, rated M up in the corner as the episode starts and it doesn't say nudity and you're like, oh man. I don't get concerned or triggered by trigger warnings. I do think you should put it out there, you give people the freedom to determine whether or not they want to partake in something. The thing that upsets me about it is when people who are going to be triggered by something get the warning and they decide I'm going to consume this anyway and get upset by it. That's the only thing that upsets me about trigger warnings. So that being said, trigger warning for today's episode. Uh-oh. I'm going to talk about something that objectively is going to make you dumber by the time we're done with this. So you don't have to listen to this podcast today. You can just go about your day. The smart person that you woke up being, sure, you're probably a little bit low, maybe need some coffee, something like that. I'm just, I'm warning you right now. You're going to be dumber. Okay, great. Can I leave? I, I don't have enough brain. I don't have enough brain cells to lose. Okay. So this is the algorithm at work here, or maybe it's just me like opening doors that I shouldn't open. But now because I have spent so much of this week reading about Taylor Swift, I have now opened this Pandora's box into subreddits that I didn't know existed that I wish now I was still ignorant and didn't know were out there. You found the Taylor Swift jet subreddit, didn't you? No, I found the gossip subreddits, uh, like specifically one called FOMWA and another one called Pop Culture Chat, which oh, is you basically- found those ones. Okay, go off. Okay, talk oh to me, Oh my please. God. And it's just people who have nothing better to do with their time than dissect every little thing that's said by a celebrity or done and like trying to mine for data and or for drama. Do you know what the big- controversy is and it's probably because we were talking about sydney sweeney that i ended up seeing this stuff do you know what the big controversy with sydney sweeney is right now uh no talk to me problematic king my fucking god <laughs> sydney sweeney has a huge scandal going on right now ashley because at some point in the past she represented that she was a tour guide at the universal studios theme park and TikTok went wild with it. There was one guy in particular. I'm going to read this. This is, this is another part of it. I'm going to read you from a Hollywood Reporter article. A guy on TikTok named Taylor Hancock, and he posted this clip outright calling her a liar that she was not a Universal Studios tour guide because guess what? He was, in the past, a Universal Studios tour guide. And I don't know if you know this or not, Ashley, but these tour guides for these major theme parks – they are basically entirely populated by all the kids from high school drama clubs that were just a little too much 
You know, if they were too much for high school drama club, this is where they all ended up, I think. Oh, yeah. I know the type. I was in the drama club. Do you know I was a drama club officer? What were you? What was your office? Let me guess. Let me guess. You were the Go ahead. secretary. No, I was I was the PR officer. The the, the teacher <laughs> made up a position because I didn't actually make it into drama club, but she didn't want to let um, she didn't want to disappoint anyone. So she made up positions for those of us who applied for drama club officer and didn't actually get it. So I was a PR officer and I did shit. What what would a PR officer for a high school drama club do? I I remember I I got a I got a sweet like um like a sweater you know like a not like a Letterman jacket but like a cardigan and I remember I hid donuts inside it. Wait wait did you get like a Letterman jacket for drama club? No, it was more like a it was like a sweater like a cardigan. I wonder if I've got that in my parents' storage somewhere still. Yeah, but like a, like an official like letter like high school letter. People outside the U.S. are not going to understand what the hell we're talking about. But you can get a letter jacket in high school where you get like your school's letter on it. And they're usually this incredibly cheap material. But you've seen them in like 50s movies and things like that. And they used to be for sports. But then they decided that at some point, like the early 80s, every club should have these things. And so they gave them to everyone. And right, that's what you got. Like the, like the drama club, which, you know, we, we weren't generally experiencing harsh weather. We didn't need the jackets. But um, boy, were they cool. You know, I... I this is something I can't believe we're learning this about each other right now. I also have a drama club letter jacket and it's one of the oh. most embarrassing things in my life. And I wore it all the time in my senior year. I wore it all the time. So you're saying we were both the kind of people that, that in another life we could both have been universal studios tour guides. I don't know that I could take the scrutiny. I mean, people were literally comparing her to Casey Anthony. They were saying that she had tour guides stolen valor. <laughs> so this was in it. This but Ashley, this was for this group of people who apparently have nothing better to do with their lives. This was an enormous scandal. And they were saying, why would she lie about this? This is incredible. And then I'm going to read you. I'm going to read you an article that was published in the Hollywood Reporter by Chris Gardner, this poor motherfucker, this journalist who had to go out and investigate this claim. And it turns out she was. She was hired by Universal Studios and she worked there for a month. And everyone who was blasting her online and like dissecting like every pause that she made every time anyone asked her a question about this because she went on hot like ones. Every, every like quirk of the eyebrow, like oh, this quirk of the eyebrow means that she was being disingenuous. And, and, and it has been utterly diffused. But now, of course, as the Internet is wont to do, the tides have turned and now they're going after the TikTokers. <laughs> this stuff. What is this? This is like the greatest technology that we have in the history of mankind. And we're using it for dumb shit like this. I mean, we worry about Taylor Swift's carbon footprint because she's flying to, you know, bang her boyfriend in Kansas City. Well, who cares? Let her do it if it's happy. At least she's making people happy and making music. You know what I mean? What are these fucking people doing? They can try. She's going to make her boyfriend happy. <laughs> she, <laughs> Mr. Kelsey will be extraordinarily happy. What, what are these people doing? These people don't have the carbon footprint of a Taylor Swift, but they've got some level of carbon footprint, and this is what they're using it for. They're using it for this stuff. What is happening, Ashley? What is happening in this world? Maybe maybe this is something that, that becomes the new, like, are you sure you want to post that? It's like, oh, are you really sure you want to spend your carbon posting that? <laughs> I mean, 
I, I also, I, I want to point out, because um, I feel like you came across this subreddit sort of um, by accident, uh, thanks to um, your second and third favorite actor, Sydney Sweeney. Uh, but <laughs> FOMWA is, I think, it's not directly, there's, so there is this, I think it's on Instagram, this, this person, this um, anonymous, like, gossip girl of Hollywood, essentially, who, like, posts oh all this, God. like, uh you know, like, you know, do you remember who was the, uh, that, that like mean girl guy who had the blog about Hollywood people back in like the early aughts? Oh, um, Perez Hilton. There you go. Thank you very much. Um, so it's like a very like Perez Hilton type, um, Instagram account called Dumois. And I think this subreddit is not officially affiliated or anything, but it's um, a lot of the the same sort of like gossip commentary about Hollywood and celebrities and all that sort of stuff. Oh, I see. I see. Okay. So it's like a, it's like a reference to an older one, kind of like a, a troll X chromosomes is a derivative of two X chromosomes, but for ladies who yes. just wanted to like shit posts and stuff like that. I love that subreddit, by the way. It's not for me and I stay out of it, but I, every time I see a post from there, it always makes me laugh. Yeah. So this is the problem too. Is like, I know this now, like I, I, I have learned this and now I've shared it with other people and now they know it. And it, it, there's a finite capacity in the human brain, Ashley. And this is occupying some space in my brain that other things are meant to occupy. And I just don't know what to do about that. Welcome to the fucking trenches, bro. You're <laughs> in it now. So I feel, I feel obligated to, uh, to share some kind of, uh, like, math life hack or something with everyone just like a like a like a sorbet to cleanse the mental palate so okay um, well I've, I've i've got a palate cleanser for you are you ready for this oh my god yes please do you have you have a smart toothbrush right i have a smart toothbrush did you know wait, wait do i have, have a smart used- toothbrush what is a smart toothbrush i have a vibrating toothbrush seems smart smarter than me i don't know how to vibrate yeah i mean you know is it one of those toothbrushes there's there are toothbrushes now you're this sounds ridiculous to say, but I'm going to say it out loud anyway. You can download like extra like brushing programs. <laughs> I've had this. I've <laughs> My God, what are we doing? I've had, I've had this sort of technology um, in our bathroom for years, by the way, because I have um, like a face, uh, like a face scrubby brush. Um, and you can like download, you're like, you're like, oh, here's like a gentle cleanse or whatever. And it was, so it's, you know, a smart toothbrush. When I had, when I had the babies and I was nursing, I had breast pumps. They also were smart breast pumps. They connected to the internet. So basically you may not even realize it, but if you have um, a new, like a new-ish um, electric toothbrush and you can like download brushing programs or whatever for it, like mm, gum health, they connect to the internet. Uh, and three million of these smart toothbrushes were just used to um, initiate a DDoS attack on a, sw- um, I think, a Swedish company. Which <laughs> what they use toothbrushes? Bernie, your your toothbrush may have attacked Sweden. <laughs> what? How did they figure this out? How how would they have possibly known that it was the toothbrushes that did it? Oh, my mistake. I'm sorry. It was not Sweden. It was uh, it was a Swiss company. By the way, you do that a lot, by the way. You conflate uh, Sweden and Switzerland. I think you did that on one of our first podcasts. I know. And the thing is, I, the thing is, like, I actually, I do know um, where they are in relation to each other. Um, it's just the the names I'm very, very bad with. Yeah, I used to do that, too. I, oddly enough, when I was a kid, I used to mix up Seattle and Philadelphia because both of their mascots for their football team are birds. And that's the weirdest thing to 
confuse two cities over, but that's I did that all the time. I thought Philadelphia was like a West Coast city. And the thing is, I should know better because um, the thing is, we were in Switzerland for Amazing Race and we took a train to France. Yeah. I know I know where they are in relation to each other. And I also know that Sweden is up there in Scandinavia. It's it's by Norway. I know they're not close to each other. It's just, no, I'm doing my best Ashley, here. Ashley, people do this kind of thing all the time. You just get two things mixed up in your head. And it used to be two. You used to have this thing where a teacher would just tell you some random fact and it would be completely wrong, but there was no way to correct that. There was no other information that came. I knew people for a long time that held on to egregiously wrong information because like their eighth grade world history teacher told it to them and it was just wrong. And it was some like dumb anecdote that the teacher got wrong and spread to thousands of other people, uh, you know, via middle school, just like I just let everyone know who listens to this podcast about this dumb fucking Sydney Sweeney thing that everyone's <laughs> talking about on FOMOA. God, I'm so mad I know this. That it turns out she, in fact, was a tour guide. Gives a fuck. Who gives a fuck? What's the shortest <laughs> you ever lasted at a job? Oh, man. I... <sighs> That's a really good question. You think about that. I can because I can tell you mine. Mine is mine is two weeks. Um, I this is uh, I was maybe 20 at the time. And I uh, I applied for a job as a as a web developer at this company. They it was like a, you know, business. They sold like printers to small businesses and that kind of thing. And, um, but they had, it was weird. They had like three or four different websites. This is like when that sort of thing was, um, I guess way less regulated or was considered like, okay, they had three or four different websites all basically selling the same thing. They were like competing against themselves basically. Um, and, uh, I, like I started and every one of their product pages was like, it was a full on like hard coded HTML page. And so if they wanted to update prices or anything, um, they, you know, would submit a ticket to this, the web team and someone would go in to four different HTML pages and update the price or whatever it was. I, I can remember about 10 different projects that are almost exactly what you're talking about. We had to one time update a furniture catalog manually item by item. Think about a furniture catalog, how many fucking office chairs and desks and everything are in that flower pots, every lame ass thing in office furniture. And we had to go through and do it like literally picture by picture. It was horrible. It was awful. I lasted two weeks. Yeah. Um, I think the shortest I ever lasted just really quick was it wasn't, uh, <laughs> like a, a <laughs> take it easy. <laughs> <laughs> somebody, just, somebody just, by the way, somebody posted in the subreddit, uh, sometime this week, they just wrote longer episodes. That's all they wrote. That was the title of the post. No information, just longer episodes. And I thought, <laughs> yeah, you sound like Ashley. <laughs> pressure me. Well, look, there's there's a lot of carbon being spread around um in the world and we you know, look, we can't we can't control all the carbon. Um but you know what Disney is actually doing us a, a really big solid right now. They're about to do they're about to pull a Netflix and they're about to crack down on all our carbon by do uh, by making us not share Disney Plus. Did you hear about this? Did you get the Did you get the email? I didn't get the email. I, I sort all that stuff anyway. If it comes from like some kind of streaming provider, yeah. Well, do you remember Netflix did this this password crackdown um, and the family sharing crackdown um, last year? And 
uh, there was a lot of, of concern and a lot of questions before they initiated this crackdown. Like, how exactly, like, what is this going to be? Is it going to be like, um, you can only have uh, two profiles now? What is it going to be? Because they didn't share a lot of details. And what it turned out to be was you can only stream on um, X many devices at a time. Which turned out to be, you know, as as far as like the way we use it, that we I don't think we've ever exceeded like two devices streaming at a time ever, and um, and that's that's so it's fine. It this this crackdown that we were worried about, we're like, oh god, are we going to have to get a bunch of these separate accounts? Did not eventuate for us. Not to say that that doesn't um, apply to other people, but for us at least, it didn't end up really meaning anything. It did, however, boost. Um, Netflix's user accounts. So it did affect someone um, because they ended up, um, I think it was uh, 10 or 11% um, boost. Yeah, but their stock went through the roof after they yes. did it because it did so well. So yeah. um, it, it went great. And I think at the time I was like, oh, here we go. It's doing great. So everyone is going to see the exact same thing and go, oh, and it's happened. So Disney is doing the same thing now. They have... Uh, we got an email, um, and they've now started cracking down um, on password sharing for Disney Plus, which I don't know how that is going to affect um, long-term subscribers. Remember when Disney Plus launched, they had that, you know, you can buy it for like $3 a year for, you know, however many years. And there were a lot of people that stocked up like, you know, five, ten years out. You know, I got to say that remember when Disney Plus launched, it felt at the time like it was the, one of the most blatant examples of a company with really deep pockets coming in at a super low price at launch. Well, I couldn't believe just how low it was. And I thought for sure they're going to raise their price or, you know, do things like this where they start locking out password sharing and things like that. You could just see it coming down the pipe. And sure enough, it's it's definitely what they've done. And, and to be fair, they are funding a lot more series and things like that now. But I don't know why I could just like see at the time when they came in at that price. It's like this is not going to be sustainable. And this is just to undercut the competition, drive people out of the market. Then when there's less players on the field, you start jacking up the prices and the rules in this case. Oh, yeah. I mean, and if I recall correctly, they like it worked. They they launched like it was insane. You know, it's funny, too, because I mean, I was working with somebody at the time who was at Warner's. And at the time, I remember them saying it's like, oh, no one's going to be interested in a Disney service. I'm like, dude, they. They have just found out a way to turn their come home every day from school and watch The Lion King on VHS. They found out a way to turn that into a monthly subscription. Absolutely, people are going to pay for this Disney Plus service. And they did. God, speaking speaking of triggers, uh, Lion King, yes. Every kid, it seems like, had a movie, right? That was their, like, watch the same movie over and over and over every single day. Uh, my little brother, his was Lion King. My little sister, hers was The Little Mermaid. Did you have one? Me? No. I mean, we didn't have VHS when I was the age of like watching Disney stuff. I mean, I not to date myself too much, but that would have been like Bambi, I think. You know, there weren't many 80s Disney movies. It was it seems like stuff in the 50s, like Snow White, then a big, long gap. Maybe there was like Fox and the Hound or something. But all that stuff seems like it was from the 60s or 70s. Disney went through a huge. When was Robin Hood? What? Whoa, I don't know. 1973. Hey, look at that. Uh, what was the one with the mice? The rescuers? The one with the mice detectives? Um, that's you know yeah, the that's one I'm talking no, about. No, I do know the one you're talking about. Um, rescuers. That was a weird one because that was one of those ones where you know how they always accuse animators of doing like uh hidden sexual stuff in animated shows, and everyone's like, "Why are you looking for this?" I specifically remember that from Little Mermaid. Yeah. 
Yeah, and it actually that actually did have someone for some reason, one of the animators spliced in an actual photo of a Playboy centerfold into the background of that one. I think it's called the Rescuers. Yeah, Rescuers, nineteen seventy seven. What a weirdo. Yeah, that's one I remember. Yeah, no, what a weirdo. That's one of the ones I remember from when I was a kid. But there really wasn't much. It wasn't until I want to say the big revival came with Little Mermaid and then Beauty and the Beast and Aladdin. And all those, that was a huge revival in the 90s for Disney animation. But we just didn't have stuff like that in the 80s. We were still watching, you know, we were still watching Snow White and things like that from what was probably the 30s and 40s for all I know. Yeah. My movie was Labyrinth. All right. Well, I thought of my uh, my mental sorbet that we can use to cleanse your palate here. Oh, please do. Two life hacks, actually. One uh, from a conversation we had earlier this week uh, when we were looking up uh, things online. Sometimes you get to a web page, like a recipe where they give you a bunch of bullshit information that you don't want. That isn't the recipe. And it's mainly to hide it from search engines. So you just can't see the answer to whatever question you're looking for. Is that what it's for? If you okay. ever see that in something, I, I see, yeah, typically I see it's what it's for. Time. But if you ever get to a page, that has got like a recipe and it's got a bunch of garbage, just hit the print version of it. And that'll strip out all that garbage. And then you can just get the recipe print. Even if you don't print it, it'll put it up on the screen in an easy-to-read format, usually with no ads as well. So that's a good way to get a recipe clean on the internet. The other thing is, Ash, did you know that if you're doing a percentage problem in mathematics, you can reverse it? Like if I were to ask you, what is 12% of 50? That would be harder for you to figure out than to figure out what is 50% of 12, but they're the same answer. It's six. So if you ever have a percentage problem that you can't figure out, just try flipping the numbers around and try it that way. Look at you, you math whiz. Yeah, baby. All right. Well, that does it for us on Thursday, February 8th. Uh, We just have one more day left in Taylor Swift Super Bowl week. So hopefully we're reaching the end of all of our stories about Taylor Swift. We will be back to talk to you tomorrow. We hope you'll be here as well. Bye, everybody.